So before we start the show today, Enzo, we have some new stuff up on SoccerCardsUnited.com, some little products up there for the people. Yes, we do. We're trying some new shit. We're, we're changing up. We have a bit of a restock as well, technically. It's a restock, but like we just, you know. It's a stock slash restock. Yeah. Um, and I know we said it, everybody, if we put new stuff up, we'll hit you on the mailing list. But we had to Change. innovate. We had to keep changing because the sharks last don't sleep. time we had some people. The sharks don't sleep. We always stay one step ahead of the sharks. And last time we put we sent out a thing on the mailing list. Then we had some people who we know are not listeners of the show and are not don't respect it and don't love the love the soccer cards united vibe, giving it a bit of giving us a bit of guff. A bit so of that. now we're a bit of fucking a bit that. of this, bit of that. No, 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 no. Now it's listeners only. Uh, there's no password or anything. Just go ahead and if you want to buy something, there's some stuff and there's stock limits and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, we're also trying bundles. Um. Because we basically just are retailers now, and so we just have like, what if we bundle this with this? Like we, like we're selling uh, something else. I don't you know, know we're we're semi innovating because I feel like soccer card boxes in most cases, no one like they sell themselves, so no one ever actually has to try come up with anything new really to to like you know make it. But I think it's fun because I think if you're someone that genuinely just wants a box that is more affordable than what's on the market, and you also just want to rip some shit, getting like an extra box in for a cheaper price than what one box is on the resale market that's fun and also just like i don't know i just feel it's fun i think it scares the sharks a little bit fucks them off a little bit it's fun it's different it's wacky i don't really know it's up there like yeah, all you, right yeah okay this is just basically an ad for go check out soccercardsunited.com if you want to support the podcast and order something you can do more products coming in future uh we just got a little tiny uh, stock oh. of uh yeah there is also the option to rip live it's no longer free shipping because we realize that we still need to ship things to people um yeah it would be free shipping if you get if you ask us to rip a box live and then you because this is good this is for the listeners because actually because it's not written anywhere on the website but the listeners know this because they're listening now mm-hmm. so this is the longest pre <laughs> pre-roll <laughs> the um yeah. if you rip it live and then you don't like what was in it you then say like i do not want that shipped to me and then you'll be refunded the shipping and the plan is that like instead of just doing it sporadically on instagram the way we have been doing it it'll be literally like one full day if we get enough people that want to rip it live we'll have just one full day of like us opening like 10 20 whatever how many boxes that, that people have ordered and just have like maybe one day a month where we just fucking go live and rip everyone's shit for them and then again you decide if you want it shipped or not but yeah we changed the shipping prices jason sorry you were about to say something no i was just going to i was just going to say that 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 whole thing of of uh opening things for people that have bought stuff from the shop we didn't come up with that but we've just stumbled into it because people keep asking us they're like you guys do that as well and we're like actually no we don't but i guess now we do yeah um, but like we, so, we had right, it, so we had it as free shipping because we were doing it for one guy with the panini foot, and then we just left it like that, and then we realized like <laughs> we still have to pay the same shipping. Yeah, it doesn't make any difference to the postman; he doesn't care. He's not on Instagram Live. So, right, let's get on with the show. You've heard episode 30 of Soccer Cards United, but you had questions. That's okay. We have answers. My name is Jason. I'm one of the hosts of Soccer Cards United. This is Postcards United. It's all very complicated. Basically, it's a Q&A show, and that's Enzo. Hi, Enzo. Hey, Jason. This is our second time attempting to record this podcast. What's yeah. happened to us, Enzo, is we went about 50 podcasts, about 25 weeks, uh, half more than half a year, I think we went without ever having any technical difficulties. We've had guests on. We've done this. We've done that. Never a problem. And 
we hit episode 30 of Soccer Cards United and it all started to break down. Yeah. And this is our second time recording a podcast for the first time ever. Yeah, this is shocking. We had to change the day. This is our first time. I mean, I think if you put the work in, you can get this out Monday. We can keep we can keep our schedule of dropping on Mondays. Yeah, yeah, but, for sure. But yeah, um, it's an effort for me because now I'm doing it post-work instead of doing it on my Sunday, which would have been nice. And, and not, not only we got- that, we also had to waste, quote unquote, waste our time on Sunday by trying to organize it. Yes, and but luckily we had a good. We ended up having a good night uh, last night because uh, AC Milan beat Roma. Yes, and Atletico beat Villarreal. So smiles all around. Yeah, we were kind of got to a point where like if we keep trying to fix the technical difficulty, we're not going to be able to watch the game, and that was too much for us both because we're both That's, involved. It's not if it's one it. of us, we sacrifice it. But both of us on Sunday? No, 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 no. no. All right, so there are questions from people about soccer cards. There is. There is the there often is Jason, so let's get into it. I think one or two might have got lost in the mix, but I'm sorry, like we're getting things are changing. This shit's happening. So Luis Berga on on Twitter, Jason hit us up with a double question. I might have to start putting limits on people saying no. It's one question, but we'll get yeah, there. One question per customer, <laughs> Jason. Customer, yeah. you dirty bastard. <laughs> They're all customers. Well, now. no, I don't mean customer. <laughs> I mean listener. But you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I, I've had, I actually, I ended up on a call for an hour and a half with one of our listeners who was from Ireland and it was very fun. Like, I'm, I'm not saying too much about it, but he was kind of like, I'm sitting on lots of shit and I just want to talk to someone about soccer cards that actually knows what's up. And I ended up like, it was like an hour and a half phone call. And I just, the range, the range, that's all I can say. The range that we have, Jason, and it's getting bigger and the DMs are getting a bit crazy. So I need to, because the thing is, Jason, right? If you have 20 DMs, yeah. I'm, I'm divulging here. If you have 20 DMs, that's fine. I can handle that, right? problem right. is jason when you reply to 20 dms and then five different people then hit you up and then those 20 people reply then you get overwhelmed we continue i know <laughs> that's why jason just doesn't okay jason we've been hit up by Luis Berger on twitter and he wants to know basically who's the dark horse for the euros not team but what player is like undervalued and could actually become a breakout at euro 2020 not even necessarily like an undiscovered gem but like even Someone like who's going to be the player whose price could peak because of the Euros? Mm, mm. Okay, right. So um, we actually answered this yesterday before we abandoned the recording. So I've had some time to think about this. Mm. Um, and there's there's three teams I want to mention. Um, one is uh, Portugal, who I've mentioned before. I think Andre Silva could get some game time with the Euros. And I think if he keeps up his form, he definitely will score because uh, he can't seem to stop scoring. I think he's the only player apart from Messi to score uh, a certain amount of goals this year so far. And um, so there's that. Andre Silva, I think if Diogo Jota came back from injury and played, got a bit of game time for Liverpool, he might make the Portugal squad. And uh, he might get a little re- resurgence because obviously since he's been injured, he's gone way down in price, even though he had been ha- having a bit of a boom. And then I also think Joao Felix is still way undervalued. Uh, he scored a goal to make a 2-0 for Atletico last night. And it wasn't the best goal you ever see, but it came to him at the edge of the box for a move that he started. He took it down on his chest and just placed it very cleanly in the bottom corner of the net. He's such a technically gifted player. If he can uh, keep his place in the Atletico team, if he can keep doing what he's doing. Uh, I think Simeone has him pumped up, but there's some crazy man management going on there because Joao, when he scored last night, he was going mental at nobody in particular. Um, so I think he could have a massive Euros, and I think his price would shoot up as well. I also think then you look at France, and if you think back to the 2018 World Cup, everyone talked about Mbappe, 
But uh, Usman Dembele was really good at that World Cup as well. And then he had a couple of injury-laden years. And Barcelona have had some torrid years. But he's really good now. He's on re- some really good form with Barca at the moment. I think he could make an impact for France. And people might go like, oh, he's a pacey winger that plays for France. Uh, or maybe Kingsley Coman as well. Uh, I can't afford Mbappe. Maybe I'll get a nice Usman Dembele card. Uh, so I think Usman Dembele, Joao Felix. Um, and then also, Enzo, for your own uh, Italy... I would say Nico yep. Barella is still undervalued. He's so he's such a good midfielder, and he's he's gonna shock a lot of people at how good he is at the tournament this summer. The Italian Mason Mount, they call him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think and I think, Mason Mount. I, I'm just gonna put Mason Mount in there yeah, as well. I think I think I'd go for the Germans. I think Sane and Werner. I think both having fairly shit seasons. Sane not so much of a shit season, but definitely not lighting up the Bundesliga. Um, I think the two of them. I can't really think of too many players that, you know, Germany will play up front. And I do think that Werner, even though he's had a bit of a torrid time at Chelsea, I think his stats are still fairly decent. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think Werner could, like, we've been waiting on him to pop off in the Premier League, but it might just have to be, you know, international international tournament. And I think also Ferran Torres could be, he's a very direct player. He could be good for Spain if he keeps his star in place. Let's not forget as well, Jamal Musiala. Yeah. Uh, declared for Germany recently and Yogi Love apparently wants to bring him to the Euros so Musiala could creep in as well Musiala is a great show actually yeah that's a very good one Jason right. um, and his follow up question his, his twofer was uh, how do we keep track of upcoming sets so I, I'd always send people to Cardboard Connections but I believe Jason on our first time recording this you said Beckett have a really really good uh, list of upcoming releases hobby yeah they kind of like Beckett like the website can be a little bit spammy like they just like mm. literally like will post a clickbait because they're all about those like clickbait SEO articles like of just this and then it'll just say what it said in the headline in the body of the article but it still gives you a place to start like if you go onto their site you can find releases organized by sport and then you basically have to do a bit of detective work and be like well Cardboard Connection says this and Beckett says this and uh, and then all, all I also do as well is I'll search on Twitter um, just search for whatever I think it might be like you know be like oh is there a tops museum and then i'll put that put a recent and then there might be like a, an account writing in japanese i translate the tweet and i find <laughs> out it's coming out on april 4th for example so <laughs> a bit of detective work but there is there yeah you can always kind of get an, a date range down but then at the end of the day everything seems to be getting delayed as well so it's kind of hard to know what's coming out and when um jason yeah. soccer card ninja hit us up and said what's the best box cards or stickers to get pre-2014 well, I feel like Soccer just one, Soccer Ninja. I feel like he, he hasn't been around in a while, and then I saw him posting a little bit on Twitter, and then he's asking this question. I feel like he might be back in the game. So welcome back, Soccer Card Ninja. I'm gonna actually say this. I'm gonna read out his full. Jason, I'm taking the phone out. I'm reading out the full because I I keep it to the questions, but Soccer Card Ninja did say this is the exact question, Jason. Hey guys, question for your show. What is the best box to buy pre-2014 cards or stickers right now and with the biggest upside? Thanks and keep up the good work. Love your shop from the beginning. Maybe he meant show. Did he mean shop? I'm not sure. Maybe show. I say show. Yeah, I knew Sock Card Ninja is one of the absolute OGs. You knew um, that? You just called it. I knew that and then i I just glad to have glad to have him, them. I don't know what gender Sock Card Ninja is, uh, but glad to have them back and because uh, ninjas are so mysterious it's hard to tell but uh right Enzo, this is more your domain pre-2014 um which is of course the date of the first world cup prism isn't it yep 
Uh, so pre-2014, what's the best box you could buy? What's the most undervalued box? And quick, let's buy some before we tell everybody what it is. Yeah. I, I, I still have the belief the likes of uh, Champions Europe 2005, uh, 2004 Euros, and 2006 World Cup box are very, 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 very good value. But I feel like everyone knows about them. But I do think, especially the Euro 2004 box, like that Ronaldo is starting to kind of go up. That could be my pick, the Euro 2004, because like... There is some other kind of gems in it as well. Nothing crazy. I think like Pirlo's first international tournament card, maybe Fernando Torres' first international tournament card, mm. stuff like that. Um, however, that Ronaldo, like once you look past the Mega Cracks Portuguese stuff, which was two thousand two, you know you have your SP upper decks. You have a few. You've you, like if you're thinking Ronaldo, 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 you only have a few options. And I think his first appearance in a portuguese jersey definitely has some weight to it i think it's a black border card very very difficult to grade so the graded yeah. pop is low the well like the good graded pop and i just think that sticker goes to the moon the box has to follow if a psa 10 for example starts breaking records people are going to want that that specific box that's that makes sense and also speaking of ronaldo uh and so one of our first purchases uh was of course the famous <laughs> uh vintage store uh box of man united stickers uh from 2008 2009 uh, which has a, a ronaldo stick two ronaldo stickers in it maybe we haven't opened a few, it yet a few more than two there's a, a few, few of them and they're all very rare and i just thought to myself um a lot of teams like man united had their own like the barcelona as well the barcelona set from 2004 Bayern munich there's loads of team sets of stickers um where a club will have a specific agreement and they go back years um, so if you're into one particular club or if you want to if there's a player you think might be in there like if you want to invest in say I don't know like maybe like Xavi Iniesta uh, you want some early Ronaldinho stuff whatever it is like they're just thinking about the Barcelona set if you go back through the years you might be able to find some little gems yes your eyes are lighting up yeah I'm um, from the call that I had with a listener because you know what when you when you when you randomly do shit right sometimes value can kind of find your way and there was one thing he mentioned that i had never ever seen don't know if you've seen it jason and also i've never seen it to a point where i can't fully verify if it's legit if it's fake but i do think it's legit but on record i I haven't done my due diligence but there's there's another version of the 2006 world cup sticker set Mm -hmm. made by merlin you aware of this yeah no, I, I haven't heard about this. Jason, delay putting this show out. This show com- comes out on Tuesday, all right? Because <laughs> I need to do some research. But yeah, at the I think it's like it's in England, so it's kind of like Merlin. And it's, are you looking at it right now? Are you looking it up? I'm I'm googling. You keep talking. I'll google. Right. It. So it's like Merlin, famous brand. They did it, and it, like the front of the box, I think, is like the England team. So it's kind of like you know, trying to bring football home back in 2006. Say. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but it has it's the exact same stickers. Um, I mean, it's not like not the exact same stickers. Like it's different images, but it's like. The World Cup stickers of all the players and just the back of it will say like Merlin instead of like Panini. So like Merlin, da da da. So there's Ronaldo's and Messi's obviously still within that set. And like those, the Panini World Cup stickers get so much hype, but these ones definitely seem much rarer. Um, again, if they're legit, but again, Merlin is a trusted band, it's just whether a trusted brand, it's just whether or not did this exist, did it not? I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it did. I haven't looked at it, I haven't researched it, but I did look at them on eBay. Very, very rare they seem, but yeah, the Ronaldo and the Messi images look really good. They're definitely much rarer than the Panini stickers, much shorter print if they were just made in England by Merlin mm. and, and less kept, you know, but less well kept. So the pops on them would be super low. So suddenly it's kind of an alternative 2006 sticker that could be really, really rare. 
So that's super I'm looking underrated. at it here. So it's Merlin's England 2006 official England World Cup sticker collection. How many times can I say England in the title? Just to let you know, but it's coming home. It's coming home. But uh, And there's a Lionel Messi here. You can pick up a Lionel Messi Merlin World Cup England 2006 sticker for 20 quid on eBay. I'm going to get that. Um, I, I want one of each because fuck it. I, I, it's a good shout. World, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna look up the World Cup Panini 2006 sticker, Messi, and that is 30, 40 euro, and one of them is a hundred euro. What are they selling for? Let me see. Well, Jason, like the the graded pops on them, and I'm pretty sure the Merlin ones look fairly well centered as well. So, like, if you can get your hands on one, that's in yeah. good condition. There you, you go. That's a good little show. There you go. So, thank you to Shane from Ireland for actually hitting me up with that shout out to Shane alright but I think yeah, I'm going to clean a couple off eBay just even I just want one of each a Messi and a Ronaldo cool and maybe a box if I could find one but who knows so there you go Soccer Card Ninja you've been here since the start there's a gem for you Jason the MLS card yeah. guy hello MLS card right. guy right you're ready for this you'll know this Conrad De La Fuente De La Fuente mm-hmm. right his rookie Jason do you know what, yeah. what where it is do you know what it is Conrad De La Fuente's rookie. No. Right? It's the best of the best set. Okay. So yeah. he's saying, yo, the rookie here for for this man came in the best of the best set. What's our thoughts? Is it not really hyped because it's oversized? Do we think when another card or sticker comes out, it'll just be forgotten? Like, it won't be something that'll go up in value? What do we think? Obviously, he rates the player. He wants to get the rookie. But what does what do we think about dipping in for the best of the best, Jason? I, I think with that best of the best set, as soon as somebody... Well, no, I was about to say, yeah, avoid. It's an avoid for me. As soon as anything comes out that isn't that, people will go for that. Yeah, they won't you know? care about best of the best. They won't care about best of the best. Like, uh, it's it's just not something that I can see popping off, really, because, like, the first thing everyone says when they look at it is, cool design, but where am I going to store it, you know? Yeah. Um, and especially now with, like, the... We're talking about this on Thursday's show, but with the PSA rates going up and... Um, I don't think anyone's grading best of the best. Oh. Um, maybe they are. Maybe they put it in a, in a big card saver and send it over. they probably be pretty low graded pops. But my problem with that is actually less uh, less about best of the best and more about Conrad De La Fuente. I don't actually... Oof. I don't really think that that's a good... Don't invest in him. Okay. Um, because he plays for Barca B and has done... Like, for years. Maybe not for... Yeah, no. Definitely for years. Like, uh, I've heard about him for a long time. He's, like, this American playing there in Barca B. Never really broken through. Been there under a few managers. Maybe been there under Valverde, Kike Setien, and now uh, Ronald Koeman. Made his debut this season um, in Europe, which is why he's in uh, Best of the Best. He's in the Champions League squad, I think. But I... Not not the one for me. If if you if you're gonna invest in a in an American that plays for Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona just get Sergio Dest. Um, Fair. Yeah. Yeah, and especially when you factor in the oversized best of the best, avoid, 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 probably yeah. Peter Graham Jason hit us up with it with a game for you. He wants you to rate his not rate his purchase, but guess his purchase price of he picked up a Giovanni Reina BVB curated set. PSA nine. He wants to know, Jason, what do you think it's setting back? That's the black card now. You know you know the card. Can you picture it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Haaland of that set is just starting to pop off in the higher yeah. grades. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. I would say he paid for his BVB curated set, Gio Reyna, black card. PSA 9. P- PSA 9, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like Peter is a shrewd customer, though. I, he's gotten <laughs> bargains before. I want to say he paid boo, 75 quid. Try half that. No, Peter, you... 32 you, Great British Pounds. You dirty dog. <laughs> Pete, what are you doing to us? And you got to send me fe- that link next time uh, you find a card like that. And he's saying he feels it's undervalued. Do we agree with that? I'd say, yeah. Undervalued? <laughs> you can't even sure, grade it for that price anymore. You couldn't anymore. even get it graded for that price. No, that's instantly doubled in value because you more didn't and have more. to take... And more. And more. Yeah. Great That's boy. great because what's going to happen there is... The Haaland of that set goes up, up, up. People start asking, who else is in that set? Oh, Gio Reyna. And then, you know, one day Pete opens his door, Jay Cutler's burner standing outside uh, <laughs> with a big bag of money and says, I'm collecting all the Gio Reyna cards. Give me it. Uh, Give me that, yeah. please. Yeah, there oh, you go. Yeah. That's shrewd. I knew he... Didn't I say Pete was shrewd? <laughs> you didn't think he was that shrewd? He, I, but like anyone I said, calls him... Yeah. I'll say this, Jason. Um... There's a lot of bargains at PSA 9 of, of graded soccer cards because a lot of people... Do you know what happened, Jason? <sighs> a lot of non-soccer people graded a lot of shit. And yeah. then when when Jaden Sancho or when Felix or when whoever didn't instantly start putting up messy numbers, they're like, oh, no, I'm sitting on a load of junk slabs. Fuck. Oh, no. And they, they just want to sell it for anything because they see zero value in it because they have no connection to the player at all. They bought shit they don't like. They graded shit they didn't like. Yeah. And, like, as well, the PSA... I've struggled, really, to understand why PSA 9 has gotten such disrespect for such a long time. Mm. Um, And I hadn't really gathered that it's because... That's a good point that you make. It's because if you're looking at Jadon Sancho, you're looking at uh, Joel Felix, you've been told, oh, this kid is the next... is the you know best thing to slice bread. Like, uh, But what we mean is he could be a consistently important player in a big team over 10 or 12 years it's not quite the instant impact kind of thing mm. but i feel like as well PS, we're not even talking about the psa price increase but we are going to talk about it on thursday and one of the things i think that will do will bring a bit more respect to the psa 9 yeah that's fair and maybe even be so easy. yeah for sure i love that jason so there you go jason um xander william will we will Xander William Wilkinson, sorry, Wilkinson. I can't read my own writing. Right, he said, um, "Is there any big player being overlooked that has been recently retired that just doesn't get the love? Like kind of a you know a retired player, maybe not too recently, but you know within the last 10, 20 years, maybe that just isn't getting the love that maybe attention will go there at some stage. Like who's 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 not getting that respect, Jason? Okay, uh, let me think. Let me think. Who's not getting the respect? Um. Well, we've talked about we've talked about uh, Iniesta, who's still playing. Of course, we talked about him and Xavi before. Um, I think probably. Do you know who who springs to mind? Who is uh, Aryan Robin? Um, because Robin is like one of those players where anyone who who watched football over the last twenty years knows him, and he has that like he has a signature move, which is like you know cutting in on his on his left foot. And everyone knows, like everyone knows the line about you know what he's gonna do, but you can't stop him doing it. And he's, you know, he has cards in uh, the Holland kit. He has probably stickers for Chelsea. His cards are Bayern Munich. Um, I, I think Robin is is a good show because he's kind of iconic in a certain way. Yeah, he's good. He's I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of 
like who like for me what springs to mind is like defenders from from the rip like i go straight to defenders which don't get love in the hobby in general but like if you're solidified the likes of fucking danny alves who in fairness i think his rookie is fairly expensive but no, I think midfielders. I don't even. I don't go straight to strikers. But like maybe like Miroslav Klose, if you went for yeah, a striker. Maybe, yeah. Because like a yeah. lot of people hype up Lewandowski's you know rookie sticker, and I think what about what about Miroslav Klose, who's done so similar to Lewandowski, but he's also has the record for most goals at a World Cup, has won a World Cup, um. So he comes to mind. But you know it's hard because part of me wants to say like Ronaldinho etc. But his like. I think he wouldn't have the same level of respect put on him if he his cards and stickers weren't so scarce. You know what I mean? Mm. I think the sole reason there, yeah. like the demand is high, but the supply is so low that he does get respect, even though you never really hear his name come about because his cards just don't show up. Like the stickers just aren't there. Yeah, and you also think about the regions of players like that aren't like because mainly at the moment it's a, it's a US dominated market in mm-hmm. cards in general, and also football global football is so eurocentric you know um that you have to imagine like uh as we see i mean this is this this is based on stuff that like is impossible to know if it's going to happen but like if for instance i just heard that they because they've been using mrna vaccines for covid (laughs) they've started developing or they've accelerated the development of based on that research they've accelerated the development of an mrna vaccine for malaria right Mm mm-hmm so if they were able to do that and they were able to inoculate a significant portion of the African population for malaria, you would then see over the next 20 years an uh, even quicker increase in economic growth and in modernization in Africa. <laughs> Look what happens and in then cards you, and stickers. And then you would see, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ture and Didier Drogba's prices go through the roof. And Samuel Leto. And Samuel Leto, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. So... You think about, like, the what do we always say? Chinese middle class. African middle you know? class. African middle class. I think I think African players are so underrated because they are such icons. Like, it's beyond sport over there. So, definitely, if you're playing yeah. long-term, if you're playing long-term, Samuel Eto'o, Didier Drogba, um, Yaya Torre. There's definitely a lot more. I mean, Salah as well, would and Mane. Um, yeah. yeah. It'd be great to get, I'd love to get, like, a, uh, actually, might get, now that <laughs> I say it, might get like a Roger Miller for Cameroon yeah, uh, sticker from from Italia ninety. That'd be really cool. Uh, yeah, there's loads. There's loads there and go. loads. Okay, Jack Bradbury hit us up and said he was basically he was trying to grade. He's contemplating whether or not to grade his uh, oh, you Ronaldo. Who <laughs> Ronaldo? Yeah, Ronaldo. Literally, Ronaldo um, from the two thousand six World Cup. I have one of those cards myself. Uh, he says there's a little tiny nick on the back and then he also kind of said at what point do you grade so i think that question has completely flipped now that the the prices has totally changed he's not going to get a 10 he might get a nine for me ignoring everything i would say two things one if it was the 2002 ronaldo card in the same condition i would just be like grade that it doesn't matter what the grade is really if it's above a seven like if it's a seven eight nine ten mm. long term that's definitely iconic he scored the fucking two goals in the winning winning the final 2006 card is really sick as well though it's a foil card i think yeah i think his card's probably going to get an eight or a nine and i don't think the value again it's all price now like is is it worth grading i do think it still is but no People are going to gravitate to 2002. There's no reason for them to gravitate to 2006 for that specific player. Yeah. And also... Wait, 2002. Which Ronaldo, Ronaldo were we talking about? Brazilian Ronaldo. 
Oh, Brazilian Ronaldo. All right, yeah, yeah. All, right all right. I was going to actually just mention him in the last question. I feel like he's undervalued as well. Yeah. Um, because, but I also think that's because of just the age of people that are in the hobby. Like, if you were really into football, like if you were in your kind of football watching prime mm-hmm. in the late 90s into, like, it's 1996 to 2006, then you're like, because everyone that ever saw him play on a consistent basis um, was like, that's the best football I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> but then because of the spotty record, and also because now we measure everybody against Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi, who are insanely consistent. But yeah, I think if it's Brazilian Ronaldo, um, 2002 World Cup probably is the, is the show. But do you know what I was reminded of? I'm sitting here looking at my Renato Sanchez uh, Panini instant. <laughs> and it's a BGS 9. And the subgrades are centering 10, surfaces 9, edges 9, surface 9. And if there's just a surface problem on his card, he might consider sending it to BGS because then he might say it's an 8, but you can see it's actually a 10, 10, 10, 7. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's an edge more so. But like it's surface edge, yeah. Like the do, you know, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like you could potentially and uh, you, get the subgrades going. BGS could kind of become more interesting now because I don't think their prices are what PSAs are. So No. There you go. Soccer card social hit us up and he said, Enzo, this was for me, Jason. He said, and you you can factor in it as well, but he said, you know, you bought the lost rookie Cristiano Ronaldo, you flipped it, you made some dollar bills. And he kind of saying like, what are the key variables that kind of make you, like, what are my top tips? What are the key variables that would make me isolate that and say, yo, that's going to flip. That's going to, like, that's worth buying to sell. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's the same thing, Jason. I don't know why you're, you're laughing and scoffing at me. A little bit of small grain. No, I'm laughing because because the, because the the thing, the main criteria is: is it Cristiano Ronaldo? Is it Lionel Messi? <laughs> is it an if autograph? Not, is it an autograph? If yes, will hold, equals will hold value. <laughs> yeah, no, but like I guess yeah, but like Jason, as as yourself, like we were both sitting there when the Messi came out trying to decide: is it worthwhile? Is it not? You said fuck that, and I I genuinely hesitated. I ended up getting mine off the French top site because it sold out on the uk and i think germany and i was like oh yeah i don't even care i don't want to buy it and then i went let me go to the french site and i just bought it randomly you know and then the ronaldo just came came at the back of that um but yeah my logic behind that was just what's the cheapest buy now on a messi autograph and ronaldo autograph is it lower than 300 is it higher than 300 yes it fucking is it's like 800 900 bye 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 um yeah supply demand because obviously, again, if we're thinking of anything, supply demand. If it's if it's a set that you know kind of has limited release and there's a demand for it, then you get it. Um, the checklist, you know, like UEFA Champions League, the knockout set. You see Ansu Fahi; it's his first ever autograph. Instantly, that set. Obviously, the price was really low, but like instantly, that set is a good set. It has Messi and Ronaldo autographs. What price do they sell at? One thousand. Okay. What's the price of the box? Okay, perfect. Makes sense. Let's buy it. Um rookie stuff like that so yeah what are the variables it's really it's i guess i just use my intuition it's kind of i don't want to be like sound stupid but like if someone presented it to you without a price on it would you want that like how much do you want it? do you want it or not like if you showed me the cristiano ronaldo it has an autograph do you want it yeah do you want it for 20 grand no okay it's 300 okay then yeah i'll you know what i mean it's kind of like it's for yourself it's like do you and you can flip things that you don't like you know you could buy garbage pail kids and flip it but the only like if you don't give a fuck about it but you need to just understand the market a little bit to know supply demand but in general like what would you like what would you not like is kind of the go-to so when i see best of the best i'm like i don't give a fuck about that 
so I skip it. Maybe you could flip it. Maybe you could make money, but no. Yeah, I, I also think like when it comes to, because Enzo, you looked at the the other um, lost rookies. You don't think you bought any of them, did you? Yeah, no, I skipped out on Del Piero. I skipped out, and and I, Del Piero would have made you money if you bought him, but probably harder to sell. Uh, yeah, so I, I looked at all. I skipped every every one after those two. Yeah, because they like those those autographs have an intrinsic value. Um, and if they a, hadn't, which is, yeah, I've been able to be resold at all. I would have been happy with a Messi Ronaldo autograph. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I think I think people need to like because I've had this. I, I'm a terrible flipper. I'm the I'm the worst. It's like that thing. Uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean where he goes you are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of and then Jack Sparrow goes but you have heard of me um, like <laughs> Jason you uh, are without a doubt the worst shark I have ever heard of <laughs> but you have heard of me <laughs> so uh, yeah like I've I've bought stuff to flip um, and like what I'm learning is it re- we saw it recently with the Champions League it's it's a market that's so big and there's so much going on and there's so much money towards it. It's a top heavy market, you know? Mm-hmm. The high prices are getting higher, but the low prices are, are, are taking much longer to catch up. And outside of the big names, um, you, ne- you need to be careful um, because you don't want to get your money tied up in, in stuff that's not like, for instance, I got um, Martin Odegaard stuff. Right? I just mm-hmm. bought a few Martin Odegaard bits. He's at Arsenal, who are a huge club, regardless of what they've done in the last, five years they are a huge club with a huge fan base Martin Odegaard player with a big reputation come from Real Madrid has gone in there has been okay I don't think he's got a goal yet but that's not why they bought him for his goal scoring so you would think okay you should be able to flip that pretty easy because he's a well known player well known for his promise going to a big club and yet it's not that simple because Mm -hmm. you have to think who's the collector base the Arsenal fans is it Arsenal fans no he's on loan Okay, is it Real Madrid fans? No, he's playing for Arsenal. Is it Norway fans? How many of them are there? How many of them are there? They care about Haaland. Yeah, so like, there's a lot of variables and a lot of stuff which seems like a good buy. When you really drill down into it, probably isn't. You know, that's a good bit of advice, Jason. I also think on episode 17, we we laid out like a matrix of like, it's the player, it's the card, and then it's something else I can't remember. Yeah. I was honestly thinking recently about like my worst buys. Hmm like what have I bought and I'm stuck with and I genuinely I don't think I have something that like I don't think that has happened to me yet which is like a big a big deal but I also think if I assess how I went about buying and selling shit maybe there's something in that like I haven't you know thought about it philosophically if you will like I haven't broke it down or strategically broke it down I would say what springs to mind to me is because we kind of operate in we have traditionally operated in different parts of it I find that a lot of your purchases are either gems that you found low mm-hmm. or they're stuff that you bought for like several hundred and you've sold for several more hundred. Yeah. Meaning it where it's hard to make money and where a lot of the stuff gets broken down, a lot of people end up just kind of moving money around is in the mid range. Do you know? Where you're buying stuff for dozens and trying to sell it for hundreds. Yeah. I just hit I just hit one thing. Panini Premier League Prism. I had huge success buying Wolves sets and then selling the Adama Traore when everyone thought he was good. I was just like, LOL, give me the Wolves set, sell him for more than the set was worth. And then I ended up sitting on the rest of the Wolves players. I had like Diego Jota. So when he popped off, they're selling him. And I did the same with the Chelsea set. But in my endeavors of doing that, I actually picked up 
maybe six or seven Paul Pogba cards that were like, you know, parallels that were like numbered to 99 or whatever. Maybe I spent 50 euro, 60 euro on, on those six. Yeah. And I haven't been able to move them since because he hasn't done anything in like a year and a half. And pr- primarily because well, I mean, that's, really that's what you say. It's like, what, like, Paul Pogba, hugely popular, um, hugely iconic, uh, not you know whatever not not the best player in the whole world but has won a world cup was very influential in that France team remains very influential in the the France team scored in the final is playing for commercially one of the biggest clubs in the world Man U fans are a huge collector base Um, and yeah Pogba hasn't doesn't have that much value like trying to to sell Pogba stuff I imagine is quite difficult Mm. because there's always this talk about is he moving is he going is he this is he that and you can't really... I mean, I'm sure there's loads of players that if we look back... Like, if you look at David Beckham from Man United, there's loads of stuff that happened with Beckham at United where he didn't exactly cover himself in glory. Yeah. But that's all That's all forgotten. with Because we're all buying David Beckham cards or selling David Beckham cards in the afterglow of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But Paul Pogba, when you're reading in the newspaper that Rayola's come out and said he might go to Juventus, you're like, I'm a Man United fan. I don't want that fellas cards like yeah makes sense that's fair there is so, yeah, a, lot there's a, to it. There's a lot of variables gut instinct definitely comes into it too the next question Jason comes by way of soccer cards this is a good one Jason soccer cards Saimru I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right but I do know his actual name and that's Liam Jason oh right? yeah oh Camru it's the Welsh name for Wales there you go. See, Jason knows these things. I don't. He hits me up with this, Jason. This is a good one. I was outbid in the last second for the only PSA 10 true rookie Gareth Bale, Southampton shirt, last night. It's the first time I, tr- I feel truly annoyed about losing an auction. What auction loss has personally annoyed you the most? And, and he has a second bit, but I'll get to that after. Okay. Do you have a, an auction loss that, you, that you've been annoyed um, by? I looked at my eBay straight away and went to the auctions to see, like, did I miss out on anything? And I don't think I have ever, like, like gone to the wire and then missed out. Yeah. But I do have a lot of things where, like, I was best offering. I was like, yeah, the Ronaldo 2002 sticker. I had an opportunity to get that at one point. And I had an opportunity to get the Mundi Chromo Messi BGS9 for two and a half grand, which is a lot. But I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it's up, like... This was like maybe two weeks ago and now it's up at auction and it's got 4,000. So I feel like an idiot. Um, we had the 2002 Ronaldo sticker definitely because I don't think I'll ever see that <laughs> that sticker again. And I dropped the ball on it. Yeah. I I actually had one. Um, I had a... Do you know the tops now uh, Bundesliga with uh, Haaland and Sancho? Yes. So I recently sold my one of that for, uh, raw for a nice profit. But because uh, I just was, I was like, I wanted it to go faster than it did, and then I was eventually just like, I'm just gonna sell this, and I ended up doing okay. That keeps but happening with you out. in terms of you've actually like the gems that you have found, you've sold maybe a little bit too soon. Because oh yeah, you, no, you're I'm, I'm really impatient. Yeah, 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 yeah. Problematic cash flow. I guess it's problematic because I'm just like, it's not even cash flow. It's just like I'm just kind of I'm cranky and i get annoyed yeah. at people and i'm just like this is not going up fast because you're not you're not paying attention <laughs> you know i get you like i'm i'm like i'm ahead of you but i'm too far ahead of you 
yeah now you're bored it's, so you just do you know what and it, yeah i'm bored it's not that i'm selling too early it's that i'm buying too early i think i better get this before the price rises and then the price plateaus for, i have six months to buy it before it <laughs> yeah i get you them halan boxes or the foosball boxes you were sat on them oh. for too long <laughs> nightmare like i sat on them for for six months they should have been to the moon before that and then i sell a few of them on the site uh at, you know obviously 3x guarantee very cheap very and now cheap. i have one left and i'm like oh, this isn't the, and now this isn't moving at the price i wanted to move i'm just like what is happening <laughs> um anyway i missed out on an auction for this hal and sanjo card i was like maybe i'll sell my raw one and get a, a graded uh, one. one but i went to sleep with the <laughs> auction to fin still to finish that night but yeah. I thought it was gone really. It was going to go really high, but it ended up only being like more twenty more euro than I had bid for it, and I missed out on it. And I'm really annoyed. That's I'm fair. Really annoyed about that because that's like fair. a card that when you know Sanchez at United and Haaland's at Madrid, Real Madrid, everyone's going to be like, "Oh, did you know they had a card together?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did know that." And I didn't have it. Yeah, that's fair. Liam's second part of his question, Jason. He said, "And rate my purchase." Jason's yeah. Deli Alley collection. Oh shit! <laughs> All right. So, oh. so Liam was the person who bought the Deli Alley collection from me. What happened is Deli Alley was going to go to PSG winter break, <laughs> and the January transfer went. I was like, I'll buy up a load of Deli Alley stuff, and I ended up spending a couple of hundred quid putting together. Let's be honest, a really nice. It's on its way to Liam mm. at the moment, but a really nice Deli Alley collection. Um, he had his rookie card was in Top's Premier Gold there was an of 11 purple parallel of that there was an of 25 red parallel or the other way around I can't remember which there was a Top's Now from a really good game he had against Chelsea where he scored a brace it was like a hundred and something print I run. remember that game scored a header maybe yeah, two two headers that were exactly I think we watched that goal. together yeah 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 Yeah, class game and, and, and a real vintage Deli Alley performance then his 2018 World Cup Prism Auto I had just the base yeah. auto I got all this in fairness I got really good deals on all this stuff because I only spent about 200 euro on it yeah. um, to get it all in total then I was like he's going to go to PSG that's a farmer's league he'll do really well over there <laughs> and uh, it turned out then Daniel Levy didn't want to let him go from Spurs and then I had it had it, had it I, and then I was like maybe I'll sell it I said on the show that I, want, I would happily sell it to somebody Liam reached out maybe in February early February and mm. said uh, I want it but I've been going hard on cards do you want to hold it until March and then I'll buy it if you still want to sell it and I'm like yeah deal I said I'll sell it to you at what because obviously he mentioned he bought a Garrett Bale thing that's obviously for Wales but also because he's a big Spurs fan I wonder is he a Spurs fan because of Garrett Bale because the Wales connection I don't know anyway so I said yeah I'd rather it go to a good home Um, anyway then (laughs) just before March comes Deli Ali suddenly starts to get a run in the team, scores a, a, a bicycle kick in the Incredible Europa League, uh, plays really well for a little while, you know, and it's like he's getting more trust in the manager. It looks like we're going to have a, a Deli Ali renaissance um, and Joe's going to bring him back into the fold. Then I'm like, oh, maybe Liam will email me. Click, 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 click. Here's Liam. Is that deal still on? I'm like, yeah, it's still on. You can have them. <laughs> And, and now well, if he wants, like, he's probably gonna. You can make a thousand euro off that collection. Yeah, you have like Deli Ali, Bale, Son, Maguire, uh, fucking Kane. If that front four is like that, oh, oof, unbelievable. Yeah, 
I, I rate so, a great purchase from from Liam. Just wait until he oh picks great up, purchase picks, from Liam to have <laughs> me do all the donkey work and go and collect all these things and then just sell them wholesale. And like those um, are like iconic. Like those are hard car- cards to find. Like any Prism Auto is fairly hard to find. Rookies from Premier Gold very hard. Numbered very hard to find. Like that's listen numbered. Oh come on. All right, and to wrap up, Jason. Yeah. Oh no, hold on. There's two. Oh, by the way, for any any Spurs fans or any Garrett Bale fans. Uh, who want an autograph? He's in the summer signing set. Let's not forget, he's finally come good, Enzo. He's <laughs> finally come good from the summer signing set, which is available. I'm ready. I'm, I'm honestly, I said to Jason, we might just do a stream where we rip all of the summer signings. I'd that love have. that. I'd love to rip all them. I'd love to rip them and then price, like, do like what it costs, like what it sold at retail, what we were selling it for, and then what we got from selling the contents. We should actually do that. I want to do that. A lot, because yeah, yeah. like if we open them all, you're guaranteed mo- uh, maybe, but like you should be guaranteed a Jude Bellingham parallel, you know, and that that starts looking after itself. Yeah, then there the must one. be some autos in the ones we have as well. Yeah, fifty percent chance of an auto. I wanted, like, I would have so much fun doing that. What well, you should do is, do you should do is, you uh, come to my house, collect obviously COVID half. times, collect half them, take them back to your house, and then we do like a live stream on the weekend or something. That'd be, I'm actually, that would be amazing. I'm down for it. I've been saying it because I do think that that like. I don't think like if we lose money in terms of like what the value of selling it is versus what the value of selling the individuals. I don't think it would be that much, and I do think it would be very really fun. And if it and if we get really good stuff, we can slag everybody because they didn't buy it because they thought it was a shit set. I just think yeah, I think it'd be a fucking fun time. All right, I, I'm putting that on the maybe list. Okay, Jason. Yeah, another yeah another on air production meeting from Soccer Crunch. <laughs> oh, we're too much. And then someone else will do the exact thing. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that Friday night. Somebody else to do the exact same thing. <laughs> the thing Soccer United did, but without mentioning Soccer United, who are they? Um, Yanni Minodis. I probably bur- murdered your name, and I'm sorry. But he said, what is your opinion on 2018 soccer optic or in general? Like specific players with the most value or undervalued right now. Also for like Ronaldo, Messi optics, the more rare velocities, aqua, green, orange, etc. Do you think they will hold value long term? Do we think super rare optic parallels will hold value long term? I think yes, they'll go up if they're short print. If it's like velocity number to 25 or whatever, shit like that. Hell yeah. And especially Messi and Ronaldo, there's always, especially graded PSA 10s. Collectors will like that shit. It's not the rookie, mm. but if you go for a premium set that is low numbered or has an autograph, etc., you're in the money. That's a yeah, short one, Jason. Uh, I'm hopping. Give you your. Can I just say? Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Uh, I was watching um, Monaco a few weeks ago, and I saw uh, Sufjan Diop uh, playing for them. A very classy young winger, and uh, or I think he's a winger. He was playing on the wing when I saw him, anyway. And uh, he has a rated rookie in 2018-19 optic and it's a very nice card and there's die cut versions and everything and I'm pretty sure um, Dortmund Borussia Dortmund are potentially I don't own any by the way I'm not pumping but I'm pretty sure Dortmund are interested in him to replace Jadon Sancho if Sancho was to leave Uh, so there you go Sufjan Diop is a nice card you can get on optic and the card itself is really nice Jason yeah. There's a bus in 14 minutes and then one in like an hour and a half. Can I say Go the get final the one in 14 can, minutes? Can I say the final question and just leave you standalone to just I thought close? we were done. There's one question left. What is it? Read it quickly. Notorious FI said, "Hi lads, currently sitting on two Euro 2004 boxes, one Champions of Europe box, one World Cup 2006. The question is, 
What would your answer be? Hold, sell, rip. You have to choose one for each. Feel free to save it for PCU if you'd prefer. Jason, I'm out. With that, I'm out. I'm sorry. Um, okay, right, great. I'd probably great. sit on them all, but I can't. All right. Bye, Enzo. Everyone say goodbye to Enzo because he has to go. He has to go get his buzz. Um, and that was... Yeah, that's okay. You're going to send me the, the audio file? Okay, great. While I'm still doing the podcast, that's great. Um, so this is from Notorious Fi, and I believe this is a little spin on by and so. This is a little spin on the popular uh, thought experiment, popular game. I don't know, um, which is which is uh, what we call it for PG purposes. We call it uh, Bonk Mary Kill. Um, so wholesale rip. It's like Bonk Mary Kill. Uh, so he's currently sitting on. Two Euro 2004 sticker boxes, one 2005 Champions of Europe box, and one 2006 box. Hmm. I think one to hold is the two Euro 2004 sticker boxes. They have a very early Ronaldo in them. I think they're going to go sky high at some point. Hold them. And you have two of them, so hold them. Now, which one do you sell? The Champions of Europe box to get the Messi, maybe? Or the World Cup box to get the Messi and Ronaldo? I personally think you um, rip the Champions of Europe box because I've seen Enzo rip one of those and it's a really fun rip. There's loads of legends from that point, especially um, if you have a certain generation, there are a lot of your childhood heroes. If you're not, there are a lot of your adult heroes. Um, so I would say, all right, hold your 2004 sticker boxes, rip, rip the shit out of 2005 Champions of Europe because that's a very nice set and then sell that World Cup 2006 box. You don't need that. That can't help you where you're going. You sell that, you pocket a couple of hundred quid or whatever they're going for, and you uh, happily move on with your life. But rip the Champions of Europe. Rip Champions of Europe and then send us pictures because I like looking at those because they remind me of when things weren't a pandemic and I was a child. Okay, so that wraps up this episode of Postcards United. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, I'm Jason. Enzo's gone to get his bus from work. We'll see you on Thursday for episode 31 of Postcards United. Did I mention there was a PSA price increase? We'll talk about it. Uh, See you then. Bye. Yo.